Hello and welcome to Shifting the Perception of Type 1 Diabetes, brought to you by InFlight Type 1, the UK's first and only cycling, running and triathlon teams to be made up entirely of athletes living, racing and thriving with Type 1 Diabetes. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. So I want to start off the call tonight. Um with something a little bit different and it's gonna it's gonna link into what I'm gonna talk about. So just bear with me now. Just just every, Wendy might not be able to do it because she's exercising, but if everyone can I want everyone to everyone to close their eyes, okay? So everyone close their eyes and just take a couple of deep breaths. Okay. And now I want you to imagine, I want you to picture a little boat in a, in, in a, in a lake, a little boat, you know, like a little rowing boat. So a little, a small, a small rowing boat. And it's got, you know, it's a, it's a nice wooden boat, um, but very small, um, you know, like the ones you'd find in a, in a on park or something like that. And it's got, uh, it's got a little, um, a bit there for the sail, but it, it, the sail's not there, and it's a little bit. It's a little bit. It looks like a, it's, it looks like quite an old boat, but uh, it, you know it's going to get you around the little, going to get you around the little pond. Okay, right. That was that was that's that's the little that's the little wooden boat. Okay. Now what I want you to imagine is a big luxurious cruise ship. You know those ones that have got like the pool on the top. And it's got like one of them marble bars inside and like a bowling alley. Like massive ones, like really luxurious cruise ships. Um, you know, it's got that really nice uh interior, it's got the downstairs, it's got the gym, it's got everything on there. One of them like really, really luxurious cruise ships. It's got on the top deck, it's got one of the, it's got a uh an open top bar, and it's just one of them amazing, amazing cruise ships that you like, you know. Uh, that you'd love to spend some time on. Okay, you can open your eyes. Okay, what if, if I had to ask you, what was harder to imagine, the little boat or or the big luxur the big luxurious boat? Both exactly the same, are they? <laughs> They're both exactly the same. There's no, there's no difference in in imagining the the little wooden boat or picturing, let's say, picturing the little wooden boat versus the big, nice, luxurious boat. And the point I'm making is, it's very easy to picture the wrong things, or not not the wrong things, but not big enough things. It's very easy not to picture, you know, something that you might not see yourself doing. Uh, and, a lot of the, and a lot of the times, you, you know, you will you, you picture yourself doing... You know, it might be something, but it, it might not be. It might not be that. It might not be that look that big luxurious cruise ship. You know, it might be just getting right. You know, and I have people all the time saying, you know, what's your goal? And you go, oh, oh, my goal is to, my goal is to, turn up to a race. And you're like, that's not that's not a goal, is it? Because anyone can anyone can pay the money and turn up to a race. What's the goal? You know, that's a ridiculous... When people say that, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to do that race. Right, okay. I'm like, it baffles me. Because you're planning to do a race that, you know, unless it's something 
that you can't get easy in easy for example if you was foreign and it was the marathon london marathon bit different but when people say yeah i'm planning to do this race okay well you know that's not a goal is it a goal is not something you can just you can just pay your money and turn up to do that's not a goal and that's like picturing the little wooden boat you know that's so easy to do it's so easy to picture the little wooden boat but so many people will do that and, and bring that bring that picture to life and I wanted to speak a little bit about you know bringing you all what, what you're picturing in your whether it's subconsciously or consciously whatever you're picturing in your mind you'll bring to life that's just a fact you know whether you whether you mean to or not it will always you'll always bring it to life and that's why it was funny because I think I was saying last week about my dad and he always gets into arguments with car drivers that's you know if you believe in if you go out looking for something generally you'll find it so if you go out on your bike looking to argue with car drivers guess what you're going to argue with car drivers we can do it you're so easy you know you could ride along the road and you can shout at them and they can shout at you and you know you can get into an argument and there's not an argument and uh, that's exactly what my dad does. You know, he, whatever, what you picture, you always, always bring into your life. And people, people don't realise they're doing it. And I always say, I say to my dad, I'm like, you do know that like, I, when I'm on my own, I never argue with cars. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it must be, must be me. I'm like, no, 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 it is you. 100% is you. Like, it is you. There's nothing, it's not, it's not every car driver that goes past wants to, wants to kill you. It's you. You're, you know, you, you. If you just didn't share, if you didn't, you know, whatever it is, you wouldn't you wouldn't be arguing with, with that car driver because the car driver would just go past and, you know, off you go. And I get it because sometimes, you know, car drivers sometimes can issue life and, and all that. But the point I'm making is if you're picturing things that you don't want, believe me, they're going to turn up. They're going to turn up in your life. That's why if you picture stuff you do want, guess what you might not get it straight away but you're gonna get it you're gonna get it but what a lot of people do is they picture it for a couple of days a week and they haven't got it and then they give up they change that picture to something else you've got to have some you've got to have like a you've got to have you've got to have a vision to be able to hold that picture because things that are worth picturing are not gonna you're not gonna get it straight away you're not going to get it straight away. We live in we live in this society now where it's like a I like to call it like a microwave society. Everything we want everything right now, don't we? We want our blumping country right now. We want our Amazon deliveries right now, and that's what it's like. With you know, you've got to be able to separate that. Yes, it's handy to be able to go to Amazon and and, uh, and order something for the next day delivery. Of course it is, but what? But you can't do that. You can't do that with your goal with your goals. You've got to think of it more as like putting them into a crock pot. I was warming up some wax the other day to, to the wax machine. It took ages and I was like, it just made me think. That's what you've got to treat your goals like. You got, it's not like you turn the crock pot on and 10 seconds later it's it's done. You have to wait. You have to wait like 45 minutes. You have to wait for it. And that's not even long, is it? But I was like, I was getting impatient. Come on, how long is this crock pot going to take to melt the wax? You know, and you get, you, you, you get, I, I am probably the most impatient person I know because I'm like really, 
I'm patient. But what I've learned is when it comes to something that I know is not within my reach, I can be really patient. I can be really patient. And that's something I've had to learn. Uh, learn. Because I have, I've, I've not always been like, it, it's taken me as I'm, forget how old I'm, 32. It's only 32 years to start to understand that you can't always have stuff, you know, like that. And I used to be one of those people that's, it, it's, it's, I think it's a good trait to have because I get stuff done. But sometimes, you know, it's not who wants it the fastest, it's who wants it the longest. It's who wants it the longest. So it's not going to be the person that can go a million miles an hour and can, th you know, can do, they can do, I always talk about cycling because I'm a cyclist, obviously. It's not the person who can do one season of racing or two seasons of racing or three seasons of racing. It's the person that can do five, six, seven, eight seasons of racing. Because it takes a certain person to keep on turning up and doing the same things. Most people can't string a season together. Most people can't string a season together. They just can't because it's tiring. It's tiring. You know, it's mentally, physically straining, draining, tiring in every way. But if you can keep on turning up, give your best when you, you know, give your best even when you I don't want to. None of this motivation stuff. Just stay consistent. Stay consistent is the most important thing. And and keep on holding that picture. Because for me, it's the goal. Obviously, I've got I've got the goals in place. But if sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to take a step backwards to move forward. Sometimes you have to take a step backwards to move forward. And sometimes you have to realise that. You know, so, sometimes you can get so caught up in... I, 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 I'm completely guilty of it. I've got, I got so caught up in trying to get to that place, that goal, that I lost I lost what I was doing. I lost a little bit of like... I just, I've had to like sort of come up through and go, right, bloody, what on earth, what, what was I doing there? So I'm like razor, super focused on the goal. I forgot, I forgot actually what, you know, I forgot that I actually liked riding my bike. I know that sounds crazy, but I actually forgot the reason why I started riding my bike. I completely, completely forgot it. I'd got into such a, a routine of like doing the training, like, like militant with it. I'd forgot, like, actually, you know, you can go on a bike ride and enjoy it. You can go out on your bike with friends. You know, I I, I, went, I wasn't doing any of that. I was literally training, like, all the bits of cycling that I, I, I love and that, like, most people do to, like, start cycling for, I wasn't doing. I was only racing. I was training and racing. I wasn't socialising on the bike. I wasn't, I was literally, like, and it was all good. Like, <laughs> It's good. It's fine in that sense, but oh my god, it's so refreshing. It's so refreshing when you just take a step back and you're like, okay, this I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna hit that goal this year. Who cares? Who really cares? Because I, I always say that the, the the growth in in getting to that place is not the it's not the getting at the thing. 
it's the journey. It's the journey along the way that that, that makes it, that makes the difference to the picture. You know, and, when, and 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 you're as you're going along, you're painting the picture. And yeah, you know, some bits are a little bit blotchy, and some bits are a bit better than others. But you get you get to the end of it, you're like, wow, that was that was a you know that was a that was some ride. That was some that was some ride. Um, and it's uh, and, and for me, that's that's you know that's something that I'm I'm learning. Uh, it's definitely something that I'm learning. I'm, I'm definitely not perfected it by any means. I'm definitely I'm definitely not. And uh, definitely not. I'm not the finished article with anything. I'm not the finished article. But what I do, what I am getting better at is being able to ident- uh, identify something, and then think. I always analyze stuff. I always like to. So a great example of this is Frankie uh, put on. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but uh, I recommend you do because. It was the uh, da- da- the David Beckham um, documentary, right? She put it on. I was like, "I'm oh, pleased, like don't put." That. Even though I won't watch, it, I was working on my laptop, and I said, "Don't put that. I'm pleased. Don't, 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 don't put that thing on about David Beckham." And so she put it on. Anyway, like, and I'm I'm watching it, and then like, I'm I'm listening, like sort of picking up bits of it, and um, anyway, like, I, I I really started getting into it, and uh, anyway, like, I got I got sucked into this documentary, and honestly, I was like. I was blown away, A, because my perception of David Beckham was way off. So far off. So, so, so far off. And I watched I watched like, the first couple and I really sat I, and I was a little honestly, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I was comp- I was a little bit emotional. And I don't know why. I don't it's it's really it's it's, it's sort of sad really, but I was like I was thinking, like, why, why? Well, there was all sorts of going through my head, but the first thing I was thinking of, like, was um, the way he got treated by the media was, it's you just they would not get away with it, nah. In the, in this that you would not not with you know not with the awareness that everyone's got about mental health because they're lucky that he didn't that he didn't kill himself because what he went through was you know talk, basically torture. And uh, anyway, I was like, I think the reason why I felt emotional towards towards it was because I disgraceful. It, it, exactly, yeah, exactly. Richie's hit the number, but the reason why I think I was I was quite emotional about it was because for some reason, and it can only be the media, I had this perception of him, and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that because David Beckham's this and David Beckham's that. And I was like, whoa, how how wrong how wrong I was. How, how wrong I was, and I was like, that, that for me was like a big eye opener because obviously everyone's heard, everyone's heard, don't judge a book by its cover. But when the cover's been presented to you by someone, what else can you be judged? What else can you judge? Right. So anyway, the picture. I mean, David. Be- I mean, I, I can't believe that. I mean, the guy. The guy. Obviously incredible incredible footballer but for me the things that i picked up from it was like the fact that he could hold the picture so well he could hold the picture so well that he had all that stuff going on in his life you know the big i mean i just can't imagine what it must have been like for him to 
I mean, it was like a circus, but I mean, like going down the road and people were spitting at him and, you know, trying to break into his car. And you're like, no, that's just like crap. And then he'd get onto the pitch and he's incredible. Incredible. Right, and there'd be point like there'd be points in a game where you'd just be like, right, I've got to got to turn it on now. And he just turned it on, and like saved like saved games, one like what one games single handedly. And I was just like, wow, I thought I mean, what a what a what a great example of someone who can hold the picture of what they wanted. You know, just just uh, just that just amazing, really. Um, and the other bit I really liked in there was. Just the fact that everything he'd done wasn't for it wasn't for anyone else. It was for, for except for himself, and not in a selfish way. But for example, there was a bit where um, he was. It's the when he went to LA Galaxy, and they was all saying to him like, "Don't go, don't go," because it's you know they're a crap team and whatever else. And I think he knew that. But he said, you know, no, I want to go because me and Victoria want to go. We've made up our minds we want to go to America. And I thought, I mean, what, what, just what a guy. I mean, what, what, what a guy. What a good guy. Um, and the other, the other thing I picked up was not anything related to it. It was his dad. It was his dad. And it, um, it really, it really got me, uh, thinking about, you know, he was his dad was obviously quite stern with him. Tough love, I would say. And I, I, was, I was saying to Frank, I was because I, I would say I'm very um I would like to say I would I would say I'm probably, you know, with with my children I'm quite tough. Tough but tough love is it's tough for a for a good reason, you know? And me and Frank, that's the only thing we sort of really don't don't see eye to eye sometimes. And I said to him, look, didn't did didn't do David Beckham any harm, did it? You know? And then she's like, and I'm like, yeah. So it was a, it was a good. I'm, I'm sending, sending the documentary. But no, it was, it was a, it was a great, a great example of, you know, someone who can hold, hold a vision, hold the picture. And what a person! I mean, what, what, what a person for it! You know, uh, all the stuff that he, all the stuff they went through, and then come out the other side. I mean, most people wouldn't have. Uh, no, to be able to, to all the abuse that he got from from the media and and you know English football fans, and then to be able to go to another World Cup and and represent your country when you've been through that. I mean, how how you would do it? I just don't know. Um, that is for me the best example of holding holding the picture, and I didn't even realise that. You know, obviously I was a little bit younger then, but. I didn't realise the sort of the, the the intensity of what it is he he went through, um, but yeah, I mean, I just wanted to speak a little bit about that tonight because I think it is really important. It is really important to to be able to hold the picture and, um, you know what we're doing. What we're doing with this team is is exactly that. It's holding it's holding the picture, and myself, Henry, and Andrew. You know, I don't know if you all know, but we've all got we've all got that picture of what we want uh, to see happen with the team, right? And the picture is slightly different for all of us, but it's a picture that fits together perfectly. It's like three big jigsaw puzzles that connect, and the reason why I wanted to speak about this was because 
I've been picturing this this team for oh, years, years and years and years, and I didn't really know what it's going to look like. I didn't really know what it's look, but I know, but I knew this is what I wanted wanted to do. I knew this is what I wanted to do. You know, I knew this is, I knew this could be a thing, and it is a thing. <laughs> you know, and this thing is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and um, it's growing legs now. It really is growing legs, and the picture that we're, you know, that we've all got is coming to life. It's coming to life and, you know, we, we get to, we get to see you guys every week and we're helping loads of the type ones and we're building a community and all the little seeds that are being planted are all starting to sprout up the, you know, up the, they're all starting to, they're all starting to, to grow. And, uh, it's not easy at first because you're going around and you're planting all these seeds and you're planting them, right? And you're watering them and nothing. And you keep on going back and there's nothing there. But you keep on watering them. You keep on watering them. All of a sudden, there's loads of these flowers coming up and you're like, whoa. Loads of these, you know, amazing flowers. And that's what's happening with the team there. It's, uh, you know, it's found another gear and we've got some really exciting stuff Uh basically ready to ready to go now so um everyone make sure you're on the call thursday because we're 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 we're, we're going up a level um it's like super super exciting times for uh for everyone um i mean i don't know how we've managed to keep uh, i don't know how i've managed to keep my mouth shut for this long because i am like the worst that when there's when there's something good to tell i just want to i just want to i just want to tell people so i think we've done give us credit for not 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 uh not spilling the beans, but um, yeah. So if, if everyone is around Thursday, we'll be sticking something in the chat shortly. But we're at that point now where, um, you know, where things are really, really elevating. And, um, you know, everyone's heard me sound this call before that we, we are just getting started. And, and uh, that's not me just saying that because we are, we are just really getting started. You know, we are just getting started. And I think once you guys see what we've got, um, what we've got now you'll uh you'll you'll see what i mean by just we're just getting started and and uh this really is just the start and i'm just really excited for for the for the future for the future of of uh what it is we're creating together and yeah i'm just i'm just I, I, i'm i'm just excited really to, to for thursday i'm always excited for thursdays but even more even more so so um Look, guys, I hope I hope that brought some value. Um, I hope it that I hope it did. Um, well, I'll be I'll be back here. Um, I'll be back here same time next week, talking about something something good. I, I, I always like to I always like to speak about something that I'm I'm thinking about, and there's lots of things going on in my mind. So I'll always, I always try and bring I always try and bring something that has you know into impacted me positively, and uh, I hope that I hope that it does the same. Uh, for you guys, um, even if it's one of you, or half of you, or a quarter of someone, uh, that's uh, that's always the pl uh, always the goal for me. So, look, guys, we'll see you Thursday for the big for the big news. Um, I hope everyone has a good week, and uh, we'll see you then. Cheers, guys. You've been listening to Shifting the Perception of Type One Diabetes, the podcast brought to you by InFlight Type One the UK's first and only cycling, running and triathlon teams to be made up entirely 
of athletes living, racing, and thriving with type 1 diabetes, bringing you insights from a collection of over 100 athletes sharing our experiences of living, racing, and training with type 1 diabetes, alongside experts in nutrition, biochemistry, sports medicine, diabetes, and endocrinology. Please go ahead and hit those like, follow, and subscribe buttons, or that little bell icon to be notified when we upload our next episode. And don't forget to follow us on our socials with the handle InFlightType1. Until next time.